Ask the Podcast Coach for April 2nd, 2022. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means, hey, it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com. And joining me right over there in a bright red suit, he's kind of looking like Santa. A little early. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> the ho, one, ho, ho. <laughs> the one and only Jim Collison from TheAverageGuy.tv. How's it going, Jim? Hey, greetings, greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. I know you've been back a little bit, but you still kind of have that, you know, podcast movement evolutions voice yeah. going on where it's just a little scratchy and you kind of you kind of sound tired. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> That's it. Uh, you can, uh, if you're... Watching this on, uh, or listening to this. Oh, you know what I forgot to do? Oh, silly me. See, I'm out of practice. I set up a, uh, a Twitter space and oh, then, and then no, did, they'll, for, they'll forgive us for being and then didn't launch it. But yeah, I'm back from, uh, from podcast movement where I, uh, forgot that if you basically work, you know, uh, seven in the morning to about one in the morning, um, you get kind of tired doing that yeah. like three, four yeah, days in a row. Out. You're like, oh, holy yeah. cow. So, all right. So I'm now starting my, uh, my Twitter space. There we go. We are, we're now whatever spacing, Twittering, but, um, at any rate, it was a uh, podcast movement was fun. I've got some thoughts about that. I might, might, uh, talk about here in a bit, but, uh, yeah, it was fun. But, uh, Jim is giving me the signal that he is a little thirsty. thirsty. That's it. Can you so. give me a do you know where the button is? Okay, good. <laughs> and that, uh, of course, is brought to you by our good friend Mark over at podcastbranding.co. Uh, one of the great things about Mark, he is a an award-winning graphic artist. He's also a podcaster, which makes it even better. And one of the things, you know, if you go to a designing service like Fiverr, and that designer is going to say, well, design what you want or, or explain to me what you want on the artwork and you basically have to tell him or her, uh, you know, oh, I, I'm looking for maybe a microphone and, and this and that. But, but So the Fiverr person is kind of asking you to design the artwork and then they're going to do whatever you do. Well, Mark sits down with you, finds out what you want, goes, listens to your show to get the whole vibe of your show. And then he designs the artwork. I mean, isn't that kind of the whole point of hiring a graphic designer? Uh, so if you're looking for really to look great, there it is right on time. Go over to podcastbranding.co. It's always so good. So good. Uh, speaking of so good, big thanks to our friend uh, Dan Lefebvre over there based on a two story podcast.com. He, uh, they just episode 201 just came out. They talked about the 2020 movie Tesla, not the cars, but the, the actual guy, right? That that movie. So, if you want to, uh, uh, if you want to check him out, based on a true story podcast dot com. There we go. You yeah, the April Fool's jokes, Dave. Did, uh, did I, yesterday, I it saw one- toned down again. Like COVID kind of broke April Fool's Day. You know, it came around in twenty twenty, <laughs> and everybody was like, "Don't you dare <laughs> do a joke!" Like, and then in twenty twenty one, I think everybody just kind of kind of stepped back and was like, eh, you know, we, 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 we don't need these. I don't know. Did, did you, were well, you, were you, were you part in any foolery? Uh, I, the only foolery I saw, nobody got me 
but I saw where Steve Stewart had made a thing about his podcast editing group and had said that, uh, you know, it was like, Hey, come where the, the blue Yeti is King. And you know, a couple, <laughs> couple other things that were pretty funny, but, uh, no, I, um, I was going to do an April fool's joke and, uh, I was just afraid that if I did a joke, you know, Will Smith would come up and smack me in the face. <laughs> okay. Too soon, Dave. Too yeah, soon. Yeah. Well, that, and I don't know about you. <laughs> that's the last, I, I don't want to utter those two words. WS yes, is, yeah. is, this is a smack free zone today. I'm sick of that topic. Uh, some things I did learn. Uh, one thing I do want to mention, um, because this is next week. Uh, next week I am co-hosting a, if you are thinking of writing a book or have a book and want to launch it, uh, school of podcasting.com slash book launch, Thomas Umstadt and myself and another book guru whose name is escaping me right now. Uh, seriously, like serious heavy hitters in the book world. We're doing a thing. Cause I know a lot of podcasters are thinking of writing a book or have one, uh, check that out, but don't do that. Just please, please don't do that. Hey, this is future Dave. If you go to school of podcasting.com slash book launch, you can see that webinar. I kind of forgot to tell you where to go. So school of podcasting.com slash book launch. But the one thing I got to do at podcast movement that is fun is uh, I got to talk to the dude from Apple and Apple is watch Apple in the next couple months because uh, a from what I understand, there are many more people now working on Apple Podcasts. That's good to hear. They hired two more? Yeah, <laughs> they've doubled the team. <laughs> and which is, this has already been announced that they're going to start showing follower numbers in Podcast Connect. And my thing I would love to see, I would love to see them make like a widget where we could display how many followers we have publicly. I think that'd be kind of cool. But that's just a, a, the tip of the iceberg. There's really more things coming to apple and he started explaining so many different reports and stats that i started to kind of glaze over he's like oh and then you'll Mm -hmm. be able to do this and see how much of your audio how much of your download is from new listeners versus subscribers and all sorts of stuff so that was one i was like oh well that's kind of cool i'm I'm glad to uh to hear that Mm -hmm. the other thing i saw a podcast movement that i just Paul Culligan had a great line. He said, there are two types of companies, those that care about podcasting. And then the other ones are people that just want some of that sweet, sweet podcast money. And I saw a lot of that. And the the one that gets me is I saw, and I get it, you're a startup, you know, maybe you are literally a person in the basement trying to make an app and you come up and you show people your app. And I'm like, I'll be nice. I'm like, you know, you never know. There might be a great idea come out of the basement but to be like, the one was like, oh, here, it's this podcast. And um, they click a, a button and you can send a voicemail right to the podcaster. And I was like, kind of like, I don't know, speak pipe, kind of like, you know, just, yeah. it was like, you're not really solving a problem. And I saw that over and over, like the one, they're doing this app and it's like, oh, you can. You can have images come up. First things first, who is watching their phone while they're listening to a podcast? Because it's not this guy. But they're like, it'll put images up on the screen and you can actually click a link and it's text and you can jump to different things. And I'm like, oh, chapters. You're you're putting chat. Well, they're like, well, it's kind of a thing. And then I said, are you using the new specs that Dave Jones and Adam Curry are working on? They've, they've added new, this whole namespace. And they were like, what? And I was like, so you're, 
developing an app for a space that you really haven't taken time. Again, they're just looking for that sweet, sweet podcast money. And they were really thankful. I'm like, here's the, like, here, go look at the GitHub. Here's like, I'm not a nerd, but I know where the stuff is at least. And so I, I just seemed like everybody was trying to solve a problem that didn't exist. And then the other thing that uh, was interesting is it had kind of gotten out that YouTube was going to announce something. And I'm not sure who started that, but it was standing room only because YouTube. We, yeah, they started that. Yeah. They leaked it. They were going to say an announcement because they wanted a full room, right? And they got a full room. They got standing room oh. only and then did a 30 minute YouTube commercial where, you know what I learned, John, Jim, I learned that uh, you can get stats on YouTube. And you ready for this? This was the oh, big one, man. That's her shattering. You can make money on YouTube. What? I know. Did that, what? Is that new? Did that just start happening? I was like, wow. And from what they I heard, commercials too. did you know? That? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And from what I heard, there were a few sessions that were kind of similar in that vein where it's like the big secret reveal was promo swaps, you know, and you're like, mm. so not that it yeah. was bad, but, uh, I, but like I talked to Scott Johnson, he does, uh, what was that like? So here's a guy, he's that, that kind of audience where he's not a beginner. I mean, Scott's getting like five figure downloads. He's, he's doing good. He's got sponsors and things like that. And he was looking to make connections. And I, I think I caught him on day one. We went to lunch and he, he had gone to a few sessions and he's like, eh, meh, like not bad, but like, not like, wow. And uh, he said, but the connections I've made at this event already have paid for the trip. So hmm. that's kind of where yeah. uh, it came through. But the, um, that makes, that makes sense. I, I always think those conferences are better for networking than the sessions. I mean, yeah. we're, we're kind of in, I think we're kind of in a weird lull. Uh, in in the development of podcasting, where like you said, there's been a lot of new things. Yeah, you know, Adam's working on two O, and there's some there, there's there is some new things happening, but it's kind of the same, same old, same, same old, same. You know, we're just doing. It seems like we're talking about a lot of the same things. So, I think uh, you know, I think we're due for a little burst, a little breakout, little little something new on it. So who who knows where that'll come from? Well, I did see. Um... I did get to see gear that I'm not allowed to talk about. Like I actually have a, whatever it is, NDR or did whatever. They put you under NDA? Is uh, that? Yeah. I, I haven't joking. signed it yet. Todd but. says this all the time. <laughs> Todd says this all the time. I'm going to tell you about 90% of it. And then I'm going to stop and say I'm under NDA. Yeah. I can't tell. Ross is saying, uh, every time somebody says podcasting is coming to YouTube, I wonder how it would be different from now. People have been posting video or audio yeah. only, you know, versions for years. So we sit through this YouTube thing. And they announced nothing. And you had a, a, you know, standing room only people walking out of that room, not happy. They're all like, well, that was a bunch of crap. I mean, I heard that like over and over and over. And then somebody sent a slide deck to James Cridlin from Pod News. And James actually looked at it. And on like slide 74 or something, it's like, oh, this is where they're going to have RSS ingestion, I think is the verb. And we're all like, what does that mean? Are they going to start turning audio? Are they going to do basically what repurpose.io? And I know Libsyn does this where you, you bake, you make what basically uh, Daniel J. Lewis from the audacity to podcast calls fake videos. And it sounds like they might be doing that, which um, I don't know. I don't think they're that dumb. I don't think they're that dumb. I, I, you know, I, I think they're going to, if you look at their player, 
you know, if you just if you just pull out and look at their player, they actually have a really functional player on iOS. I mean, it works pretty well. It's got a yeah an area where you can get shorts, you can see your subscriptions, you can get a library, you can check your history. It would not be that much work to add an an, a pod, an audio only podcast section that worked like the rest of the players. So I don't if that's not earth shattering. And but if I'm already in, they want to keep you there, right? Right. I'm already in YouTube and they can make the listening experience easy for just my audio. Why, why, why wouldn't they? That's and it. that may include an RSS feed. Yeah. It'll which be they used to have right. Don't really publish it anymore. Right. But so I don't think they're, I, I don't think it's going to be that earth shattering. And, it, and it's just a matter of adding audio to their, to their app. And that's, I was listening but, to uh Podland, who I got to meet. Uh, well, I knew James Cridlin, but I got to meet Sam. Uh, from Podland as well, uh, really nice guy, and they were saying on their show that that's the key. They're gonna they're gonna make it to where hey, if you want to watch video, click here. If you want to switch, because the problem is they keep trying to put audio into the video space. And they're like, no, just make another tab. Like, hey, I want to. Yeah. And yeah. same thing, Spotify. Yeah, right. Spotify has somewhere if you do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around you can see this some new podcast interface coming to to spotify and um kyle has a point here he says uh meanwhile clubhouse is on milk cartons the interesting thing is tom webster did the um infinite nope not infinite dial he did a big presentation the one they always do about podcasting and they did a thing on i think what they're calling social audio and twitter spaces is double what clubhouse is and i was like that's interesting because as the, the fever pitch of Clubhouse, really, when you already have the giant already, you know, built in audience of Twitter just got squished. And I was like, huh, that's that's interesting. So well, wait a minute, like, like on milk cartons, like it's missing. <laughs> like, yeah, is that what yeah. was, was that? The, I was like, milk, milk cartons. Well, the, what's the it's lost. The, yes, I got it. The other thing that was missing in Tom Webster's report is iHeart. I need to go back and look at that report, but I don't remember when he was talking about different platforms, you know, even though they're number one in podcasting. And the reason I know that is they had a giant neon sign in the booth across from me that said number one in podcasting. And if it's in neon, it has to be true. I mean, you can't argue with, with neon. So that was uh, kind of interesting. The thing that I kind of, though, when I, when I look at all the tools and everything that everybody's working on, I am deathly afraid that we are going to ruin podcasting in about five years. And the reason for that is there was one word that everybody was talking about. And that word is advertising. How can we squeeze advertising in? There's tools. Now, look, this is from a guy who who works for a company that has, you know, a division that was having a really good day for the record. Advertisecast.com was, um, you know, they were doing it. But I, to me, which is good. We, you know, if people want advertising, they should have tools that make it easy to, to, uh, to add them. But I'm just always worried that a, you know, when you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. So if you give somebody a way to put in advertising, one of my, um, favorite movies on Amazon is called corporate.fm. It's free if you're on prime. And if you go to, uh, support the slash corporate FM, uh, that'll take you right there. You got to go watch that because it shows the the growth of radio 
how Congress deregulated it, and it's been going downhill ever since. Yeah, well, it consolidated, right? That's it consolidated, and they yeah. squeezed out all the inefficiencies in it, and then maximized the the ad revenue space. Yeah, you know, I I think you know we're, we're it's it's largely working because all the free tiers of everything. Let's just take let's just take you know like video content, streaming, cable, some of those kinds of things. They've if you if you get anything for free, it's just going to have so many ads. I mean, if you watch Pluto TV, which is kind of the free old shows, yeah, yeah. whatever, um, they they'll. I mean, I think you'll have it's fifty fifty ads in content, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it just takes forever. Um, a lot of the you know a lot of the streaming companies are moving to this model. If you pay for some ads, so you're still paying. And then you pay even more for no ads. YouTube, I mean, think about it. YouTube's got a paid, you know, has a paid model to get rid of the ads. So I think it's worked in their favor to load up the free services. We always say, man, won't that drive people away? No, what it does is it drives them to the paid services. And there's folks that hate that and they'll rebel against it. I'll do it another way or I'll figure out a way to get it done. Or they'll use the the brave browser for youtube so the ads don't show automatically right. whatever i'm not saying do that but whatever right so um uh you know dave it's an, it's interesting you're thinking this way cuz it could be i mean imagine if everybody and i don't think this will happen by the way but imagine if everybody just starts loading up their podcast with ads and ruins it and then the the public says uh podcast i I'm, i don't listen to podcasts they have too many ads right. in them type deal right or is Spotify on to something here with a paid model where yeah. we're going to load, everything's going to be loaded up with ads that's free. And then your paid model is, doesn't have any. So I think, I think that's more likely to happen is the most podcasters that, cause they're going to share some of that revenue, even though, even though podcasters could be making more if they were doing it themselves, they don't know how. So they're going to have to share revenue with these ad companies. And it's not, it's in their favor to load them up to drive people to their subscription services. So load, I mean, they'll tell the podcasters, load them up or they'll just load them up for them. Right. Yeah. Um, that's why I have YouTube TV. What's interesting is the way I, I set things up when I'm doing, um, Dave stuff, you know, school of podcasting stuff, I'm in Chrome. When I do Libsyn stuff, I'm in Firefox. And when I go to YouTube on Firefox, I am hit in the face multiple times with ads. And I was like, oh, why? I'm like, oh, because this is what it would look like if I didn't have a YouTube subscription. So, yeah, that's definitely worth it. I think it's interesting that I have Google TV and yet I still have, I think it's 12 bucks for Hulu that has the advertising free. Because I'll go to YouTube TV. I will see that I've recorded This Is Us. And then I'll go watch This Is Us on Hulu because they cut out the commercials. It's it's a weird thing. But people will pay to get rid of ads. Um, oh, Vagen, for sure. Vagen PT says, I am seriously considering getting on a YouTube membership just because of the ads. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, it's it's and it's horrible. YouTube right now is oh, unwatchable Yeah, if you don't have an ad blocker or you're not paying for it. It is absolutely maddening. I mean, they have they have driven this thing... I can't do it anymore. I can't. That's why I use Brave. Yeah. Blocks them all. Um, Ross says here from Livestream Universe, most podcasters would be better off focusing on growing their audience and making their own company or product the sponsor. Yeah. Um, let me bring up, I had a question. 
Um, mm, mm, here it is. Um, I'm a podcast aimed at helping. Nope, that's not it. Um, Zach, here we go. Um, new to podcasting, just recorded my ninth episode. Just hit 2,000 listens uh, total over eight episodes, which averages to 250 uh, average listens per episode. It's a hunting, fishing, outdoor podcast, so will be uh, so will be niche listening audience. Already have companies I work with outside of that uh, with my hunting. Just curious on when people advise. Um, well, this is this, I'm reading it the way he wrote it. When people advise to be start working and approaching them for sponsorship ads. And what kind of deals people arrange. So again, the first the first thing is, oh, I got to go get ads. And that's true uh, if you don't have a product like Ross was talking about. But the, I think the thing is, and depending, now this is fairly niche. So if you're doing a fishing show and somebody has a fishing lure, yeah, start talking to them. But uh, 250 for many people, uh, for many podcasters, if you're trying to get the big podcast is like not even a drop in the bucket. It's a half a drop in the bucket. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, DR had asked, uh, what kind of swag did I get? You know, it was weird. It was that, um, they had all of the vendors in a line. And so, which was great because people had to walk literally aside from about three at the end, you had to walk by the booths every time you went to a session and the sessions were well attended. Uh, Will Farrell was actually Will Farrell. I've never seen Will Farrell be Will Farrell. And the hmm. only the only annoying part of that was uh the guy that was interviewing him cuz I thought he was going to come out and do a keynote. He came out and got interviewed, which to me is always kind of like meh. Uh but the head of iHeart was interviewing him. So as you might imagine, Jim, the every interview was like name drop, name drop, show drop, network oh, drop, yeah, name yeah. drop, name drop, right. show drop. Right. iHeart's great. Number one in podcasting, name drop. Will, here's a question. And he did. He gave the story of the cowbell skit on Saturday Night Live and explained how that got uh, uh, what it rejected the first time they did it. And then when Christopher Walken was on, um, he said he made the skit and he yeah. put it in that. So it's now. But uh, basically, Will just will be driving along. If you wonder how Will Ferrell works, he'll be hearing something and he'll be listening to whatever. Don't fear the Reaper and go. I wonder who the guy is playing the cowbell. <laughs> and then he just says, I wonder if that's funny. Could we make that funny? And he said, yeah. I just have these weird thoughts. And he goes, yeah. and then it's a matter of, I wonder if we can make that funny. So uh, there's no grand uh, thing. I will say this. If, if you want people at your booth, this definitely worked. Popcorn. Because people are starving. Mm -hmm. And somebody brought in a popcorn cart. And I was the whole time you're in this hallway and you're like, Bob, I need popcorn. Any, so, any puppies? Were there any puppies? There were no this puppies. Year? Just just popcorn. No puppies. No beer. Was there any beer? There was beer. Uh, coffee. I think they might have had beer. iHeart had this. iHeart basically built half a house for a booth because you know they're number one in podcasting, mm -hmm. and um, they were handing out lattes and all sorts of stuff. You could go over there and pitch your idea to be an iHeart show. Uh, they had couches and tables and stuff. It was a really nice booth. Um. So, and, and a lot of people went over there and used it as a lounge, which yeah. is kind of what well, they wanted. Gotta, I mean, iHeartRadio is gigantic. I mean, how, I don't know how many stations they have. Do you know? That's a good question. I mean, it's huge. I mean, we forget about that, that, uh, you know, iHeart is a, is a, is a giant radio station, you know, supporter. Yeah. And they, I mean, they do that, that, that uh, music festival every year in Vegas. 
and that which makes podcast movement look like revenge of the nerds you know so it it's it's just they are a big organization well i just found out something fun the whole time i've been in twitter spaces um yeah i i not broadcasting, it, it, not broadcasting at all i want to make sure because <laughs> i don't I don't see things blinking. Uh, are you there? Is it happening? Yeah. You should hear me now. If anybody's over there, that's kind of interesting. Sorry, um, Twitter. Yeah. Craig asks, how is the diversity w- women versus men? And just an ethnic. Yeah, it was very diverse. In fact, easily 50, 50 women, if not 55, 45 women. There were a lot. Uh, Cause that was, we're sitting there and uh, you know, me and Rob Greenlee. So you got two old white guys. And there's this just when the when the sessions let out, you just have this sea of people. So during the sessions, it was kind of like, you know, crickets, nothing going on, which is good. You want people in the sessions and the door opened and it just seemed like the first 80 people out the door were women. And so the other thing I thought was really cool, and this is the power of any event, is I sat in two different groups and the one that really just blew me away. Um, Sarah does girls in space. She's been doing it for years and it's, it's this huge show. If you're into like science fiction and that whole group. So I, I walk into kind of the, the sponsor slash speakers lounge and there are a bunch of them over the table. And I was like, Oh, cool. And I, I did something this time where I kept going to tables where I knew nobody mm-hmm. and would sit down. I was like, all right, no, Sarah. So I'm going to go over, sit over there. So I sit down and they're all just doing their fiction, you know, uh, what is the word for that? Fiction podcasts, I guess. I was going to say storytelling, but it's kind of that too. And what was interesting is they're all just laughing and they've got all the inside jokes and blah, blah, blah. And at one point, this guy said, oh, because we're in LA. He's like, I've got to go do lunch. I'm meeting this guy who was the blah, 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 yada, yada, yada on the movie Willow. And the table erupts they're like willow oh that was like the best movie about and like they just geek out on willow and then this one girl and this guy and this girl on this table are just really vibing i was like they must be besties and she looks at him and says i am so glad i met you today and i was Hmm. like that's interesting that all these people look like they've known each other for years and most of them had just met so they all came radio drama thank you uh kyle and uh so it was uh, or kim and um, so that was interesting. And then I walked into another one. I didn't realize, but it is kind of a thing. It's it's not the happiest of, of topics, but I ran into like a cluster of death podcasts. So there was one about how to plan your your funeral because her father had died and just left a mess. Um, there was one about dealing with grieving. And then we all sat around and told like funeral jokes. It was the weirdest thing, but it's weird. You find your your tribe. And then everybody knows you don't have to to say anything because everybody knows what it's like to go through whatever that is. And I, like I looked at uh, Sarah and I go, how do you guys promote your podcast? And she's like, well, you've, you've got to find these kind of people and that and, and a lot of cross promotion in that particular genre of radio drama. So that's the, the fun part uh, that I saw. So hopefully people can. Uh, it's weird. I think I'm so used to Clubhouse where we used to blink. When we talked and mm-hmm. I am using for the record, I'm using the Mixcast four, the newly upgraded Mixcast four. So I, uh, 
I'm hoping that, you know, and everything's plugged in just like it was on the Roadcaster. So we'll, we'll see. I do like the Mixcast 4 noise gate a little better than the Roadcaster. But other than that, um, your, your bass is a little, you have a little more bass and it sounds a little mm, softer, if that makes any sense. So more of it. No, I'm, you don't need to change it. Okay. But no, 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 you don't need to change it. But it's just a different, it's a different feel. It's kind of more, uh, I don't know. It just sounds different. Ed will have some, Ed will listen to this and have some Ed Sullivan. We'll have some, um, have some comments on it. But um, yeah, just, it, you, you, I can tell a little bit of a difference from what it, again, not good or bad. You get used to it and you stop hearing it, you know, after a while. Again, not bad. Not, not, and, and maybe a little bit better. I like the, I like the other setup. That one was okay. This one's fine too. Yeah. And it, at the end of the day, you said when we got on before the show, you said you liked it. You're like, I'm trying this out and I like it. And I was like, okay, I think that's what, that's what matters. That's kind of what matters. Like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. for me, and the other thing is, and you mentioned this earlier, I have kind of leftover podcast, pod, podcast movement voice. Yeah. There uh, you go. But scratchy. Um, it was just the noise gate, the noise gate. And I had it set to come on like almost immediately, but I would still get this occasionally weird click thing. And when I would hear it, it was just like nails on a chalkboard. So Cauldron from uh, Master Cauldron from Cauldron Script said, when is PodFast this year? That is in May, and I'm speaking there. So that'll be fun. So uh, looking forward to that. Is that in Florida? That is in Florida. Yeah, I want to say Orlando. Um, And then uh, do I need a cloud lifter with a mixed cast for? I don't think you need a cloud lifter with either. I am using a cloud lifter with this one just because the cable that came with this OC white boom arm to reach around my desk because the, the boom arm is on the right. The unit is on the left and it kind of didn't, it was kind of a little snug on the, the arm. And so I put a cloud lifter in there cause you, the, the, the bad news of the, the cloud lifter is you plug the mic into it and then you have to have another cable to plug into the cloud lifter and plug into the unit. So I kind of use it as like a little extension cord thing. It's in Orlando. Uh, it's, um, it is, it's, it, PodFest is a great, I mean, they're all fun. I think they had around 2000 at Podcast Movement. That was the, the one thing that was interesting is I kept asking people, because I'm at a booth, I can't go to any of the sessions. And so towards the end of the day, we're at the after party. The after parties, by the way, I, I, I kudos to, you know, ACAST, although I have comments about them uh, today as well. Um, uh, did you get your spam email? You kind of feel left oh, out. Oh, yeah, two of them. Yeah. yeah, I kind of feel left out. Yeah, so yeah. No, I got them. We now yeah. know what the A stands for in ACAST. Uh, but they had an after party, and I forget the other one, so probably iHeart. But they actually had food. Like, it was sliders, but sliders are much better than, you know, fried cauliflower or something in terms of, like, I haven't eaten all day. I need food kind of thing. How are the, how's the volume of the after parties? Because oh, those have been the biggest complaint, right? Yeah. That you go you go to talk, and then... It's so loud. You it, can't. It was, it was loud. Uh, you could talk, but you had to scream. So that wasn't good. And the thing I felt like very old curmudgeon is I went to the, there was a rooftop party by iHeart featuring the one and only last hour, of course, just the last hour, um, Paris Hilton. And what was interesting is she came out and she does her DJ thing, which uh, basically incorporates her uh, pushing buttons and occasionally taking her arm 
and doing what I will call the Arsenio for those of us, you know, the whole like, and we're, we're doing this thing. And I, I looked, I cannot find a pair, but she had the coolest sequined headphones. Like, like it looked like a disco ball exploded onto her headphones kind of thing. So there was that. But what was funny is the minute she came out, and there's probably a couple hundred people, and I'm in the very back, I'm going to say 80 of them put their phone up to record her. And I was like, okay, call me old, but we're all filming a woman pushing buttons. It wasn't like it was a, you know, <laughs> aerobics or, or Paris Hilton though, Dave. Well, Paris that's the Hilton thing was there. So but, I was, you know. I was hanging out with now hall of famer, Dave Slusher from the evil genius chronicles. And, uh, he, he walked up and he said, I, I got to see your hands. So he finally went up and pushed his way through and he goes, she's, she's like, whatever's coming out, that's her doing it. So me, uh, without sounding like a creepy middle-aged old white guy, I'm like, okay, I want to see if she's as cute as she is. And so I got up to about the eighth row and she is not ugly. So uh, now the other thing is you, you still kind of go, she had a lot of hair and I'm like, is that like, is that clip on hair? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> but, and, but no, she wasn't bad. It was the whole, ns, 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 and that was yeah, yeah again, yeah. but the, the, the cool thing about the, it was outdoors. So the, the, you could hear the music. It was loud. You had to talk, but you also, had the ability to walk away from it. Like I met the guy from 20,000 Hertz who just won an Ambi. Really nice guy. And we're talking about audio and tools and things like that. But I could actually talk to him because you could walk away and the music wasn't bouncing off all the walls and making your, you know, your eyes bleed basically. So that I was. I just, I thought it was hilarious. Okay. You know, a DJ is playing music to, you know, to dance to. That's the whole idea, right? right? There's nobody dancing there. Like, right? Was, was there? All I saw was people with their phones out yeah. recording her, like, crowded around. It was, you know, it yeah. was almost like, let's watch how the sausage is made as opposed to let's, you let's know, party. Yeah. So, well, towards, it, you know. towards the back, there were some people because I was hanging out with some folks, and this one younger uh, female was like, making fun of like old white guy dance. And I'm like, let me show you. You're doing the old white guy dance <laughs> wrong. And then it was funny because I said, I just need to know when do we bounce? And about that time, the music's like, I'm like, this is when we bounce. And we all do, you know, so that was, it was fun. It was, yeah, uh, Yeah. that's good. Yeah. Um, Coach Dave has a question. He says, is anyone else noticing IP related problems lately? My ring central phone service is behaving like Dave's video audio today. So my video and audio today is not good. Yeah. You're a little jumpy. You're, it's like where you're having some bandwidth issues or oh, the PC is struggling or, or I, whatever. I don't know. The, the I, question I'd have for the audience, am, am I doing the same thing? Cause that would, that would dictate or be indicate, you know, an indication of a global problem more than if it's just Dave or so I, Dave, I was doing, um, let's see, Thursday, I had a live show scheduled for like 11 central and at 1050, I lost 5g. I'm, you know, I'm on wireless 5G here and I just moved to it a couple of months yeah. ago. I've been really, really, really happy with it. It's been working great. My phone went down. I mean, my phone Ooh. and internet down, like something, something went wrong, horribly wrong at T-Mobile. So I, um, uh, we kind of, uh, I, and I had been in a pre-show with the, with the, with my host, my co-host, she disappeared and, you know, so she's pinging me and of course my phone is down. So we're having trouble so we connect, we get back on a few minutes till I get some things working and we go live at like 1110. I, 
let the audience know, hey, we're having some tef- technical difficulties. And uh, it's an we it's a time slot where we we have an hour to do two 15 minute shows. So but we record it all live. So we have a pre-show and a mid-show and a post-show. And um I ate up, you know, so it just my video was terrible. Like it was blotchy and and you know, stuttering and blocking up. But we somehow held that audience for another 20 minutes until like because I thought T-Mobile would eventually come back online. It was like, and I told the audience at 11:30, if this is not working by 11:30, we're just we're gonna punt. We'll try it another day, right? We had 40 probably out there waiting for us. At 11:27, everything came back. Oh man, <laughs> it's like T-Mobile must have been listening, right? And we were able to record those two sessions. Um, you know, we did we kind of did them back to back and minimized it the the mid show and did a very very short post show. That's kind of one of those things, you know, after doing, you know, I've done a thousand of these things, you kind of, you know, when it didn't work at 11, you don't panic. You're like, let the audience know, hey, we're having some technical difficulties. When I came on and my video was bad, I was monitoring my own video on the second PC. I could see it was bad. And so we'd look at, okay, and yeah, it's bad. And we'd let the chat, you know, let the chat room know, hey, we're struggling here. Things aren't working the best, whatever. And then it cleared up. And Dave, we got so many kudos from the audience of like, hey, thanks for like, thanks for waiting it out. Yeah. I, I, you know, thanks for not giving up. Thanks for not panicking. I think the key in that is for podcasters is you can't panic yourself, right? You're in these, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've been in that and the technology is going south and people are just, they're, they're losing their minds. You know, they're, ah, as soon as you show that, especially if you have a guest, you've lost it. You've lost confidence. You've lost, you know, you've got to think you got to hold on to that confidence and be like, yeah, we'll figure this out or we won't, we'll cancel and we'll do it another time. But you don't, don't, you don't have to freak out over it. Like you don't, don't lose, don't lose that in there. You've got this. If you're doing it live and you've been doing it for a while, you've got this, just get it done. And like in this situation, I took an extra long time telling the story so you could check a few things on your on your end. I've closed <laughs> I've closed a few browser uh tabs yeah, that I didn't yeah. need. Um um uh, the one thing you, better. The one it's thing you better. mentioned I, I do want to do this. This is gonna make me too dark. I realize this is an audio podcast. Now let's do this. A little brighter, a little okay, that's I was I was very shiny. I was like, holy cow. Um you mentioned there that, you know, if it wasn't done by you know eleven twenty seven, and this is definitely something i just made a youtube video about this I, I i've seen either two or three people this week doing this and it's about your podcast launch and what happens is you pick the date of your launch before you have a podcast please quit doing that you're going to give yourself a heart attack and what they do is they try to have everything show up on launch day so let's say i'm launching april 15th so I, I do this, I do that. And then you're waiting for like April 12th to submit your show to the directory so that they'll only appear hopefully on April 15th. And everybody thinks that if you show up on April 14th at Apple, well, then you'll get a bunch of subscribers before launch day. And I'm like, no, no, and no. Being in Apple, being in Google and Spotify, and all that, you might get a trickle of people, but, and I need a new 
I need a new analogy because if I say phone book, half the audience doesn't know what a phone book is anymore. No, they really don't. But in the you know back in the day, you you I was in the phone book, but yet my phone didn't ring off the hook because there were you know eight thousand other people in the phone book. Where now there are you know five hundred thousand active shows in uh, podcastindex.org. So just having your show in those apps is not going to bring you a ton of downloads. So what you want to do is get your podcast in all the directories, Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, all of them, and then pick your launch date and then set up your email blasts and everything else. But otherwise you end up freaking out because you're like, no, my launch is next week. It's going to be blue. And you're like, Hey, there's no way to speed things up because you're reliant on other companies. So list your show in all the, all the apps. That's the other one that makes me scratch my head. There are a ton of podcasters that are not in Amazon music. I was like, are you kidding me? One of the biggest, uh, you know, companies and you're not using their service. So I see that uh, a lot. People are basically launching backwards. And I'm like, no. And I just heard, um, uh, I, I'm getting insights. The guitar player of King's X has a Patreon channel. So I was like, I like that band. I like him. So I signed up and he gave me all sorts of stuff about launching music because he goes, it's weird because nobody buys CDs anymore. He goes, but yet some people still do. And he's like, so I can't go do like a CD signing until I have the CD. So now that we, and then there was a whole shipping issue where the, the album was ready. He could have gone out and put it on Spotify. And again, the record company's trying to do this big splash and it's just a headache. And I, I get that you, cause if you get everybody to sign up on the same day, you then get more juice in Apple podcasts and things like that. Cause you get more subscribers and things of that nature. But I just, to me, it just seems like a huge, because they're panicking. I'm like seriously panicking. I'm like, you don't have to do that. So, but uh, it is nice. It is nice though, Dave, to get that initial bump, bump. and then you've got that out of the way. Right. You yeah. know, it's certainly not worth panicking over, but you get that initial, you kind of get that initial blast. I think it helps keep you focused too. There's so many things that, that you're doing when, you know, when you're first starting that you, you can get distracted. So I think that launch day helps keep you focused sometimes. Bingo. Don't, don't lose all of it, but, but use it to your advantage for sure. Yeah. Kim says gold dates are good. And I, I, I agree. It gives you motivation, but I've also seen people make really bad decisions because they're trying to hit a goal. And I'm like, look, the world has waited 17 years for your podcast. It can wait a, another two weeks. But uh, one thing I don't want to wait on is I want to say thanks to our awesome supporters. You can go check them out and ask the podcastcoach.com slash support. And that, of course, includes the one and only James over at uh, the Dog Podcast Network. If you have a little pooch and you need something to listen to while you're walking around the block, they have short shows, they have long shows, and the their kind of title podcast is a magazine show. So it's all things dogs, but from many different directions, it's really well done. And uh, you can check them all out at dogpodcastnetwork.com. Uh, if you are looking, I'd some saw somebody today, they're using anchor and anchor really gives you almost no controls to edit your kind of built in website. And I said, you got to try pod page. Uh, and that's what Ask the Podcast Coach uses for their website. Check it out, tripodpage.com. 
that guy right down right down there beneath me. If you need more Jim, check him out, theaverageguy.tv. And uh, when you think podcasting, think School of Podcasting. And, of course, again, thanks to all of our awesome supporters. You can become one over at askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. So, um, can you, can you, can you support me? I can support you with, with the, more. a little more. Hey, can I, can I tell a fun feel good story? Yo, we need fun and feel good. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's do a fun feel good story. So last night my son came over happy hour at the Collison place. So my oldest son came over and we sat out on the lawn, made a big fire and we're talking and he, I, I don't know, about halfway in, he says, you know, I've been thinking about, I created this group on Facebook. He's a drummer. He's like, I created this group on Facebook for like, really nerdy. You want to talk about the gear of drumming and we've gathered a few folks and he goes, how hard is it to start a podcast? <laughs> right? So, you know, you get this, my daughter, my youngest daughter has been talking about this for a while and she's been working on some things behind the scenes before she's ready to do something. But it's kind of fun when your own kids, you know, come up and they're like, what, how do I do this? And he's not as technical as I am. And he is, I mean, um, he's also married with some young kids, so he's he's up against you know he's up against the yeah. the, the the railings on this one. But um, so we talked through with some equipment, and and you know I sent him some links to some minimum equipment to get him started. And let's get some conversations going. Let's practice some interviews. Let's do some things that never get published. Let's see if you even want to do this before you you know you get you get too into it. So we'll see how far it goes. But it would just. As you know, as a podcasting dad, which is kind of what I consider myself as, That's it. and uh, I was like, yeah, we can put it, we can, you know, it's he, and it's so funny. I didn't even prompt this. He goes, you know, I kind of want to create a podcast for like the average guy. And I'm like, well, got this great brand, the yeah. average guy.tv. We could throw it out there. So, you know, my daughter says that too all the time. She calls herself sometimes the average girl, you know. Nice. So it was nice to see. Yeah, it's kind of nice to see that. And I, listen, I, not, totally and completely unprompted from me. I have never said to him, you should start a drumming podcast. Never, never. I, I don't wish podcasting on anybody that doesn't <laughs> want to do it, right? Cause it's a sickness, but um, yeah, it, it was a good, it's a good, it's a good, it is like, it let's is. think of all the crazy things we do. Yeah. The, so it was the it average was drummer. A good feel good moment. Yeah. That's well, gotta be, it's yeah, like, well, getting into the family business, you know, it's, yeah. Well, you know, I got it all set up and I was just like, you can, you know, we'll, we'll make this easy for you. You can do, there's some things we can do just the minimum to get you started. Yeah. So, uh, coach Dave says my son just did his first podcast too. He came home and announced a show by playing the intro music while we're sitting together in the living room. That's way cool. Well, if you think about it, um, you know, it's, it used to be right. You would grow up. And you'd grab whatever was around. So in my case, a tripod stand, right? And you, you do fake radio and you, you start doing this. You're singing into the hairbrush, whatever you're doing. You kind of like, I, I was listening to, um, I, I was really bummed about the, uh, Foo Fighters drummer dying and YouTube has fed me a never ending, uh, source of videos featuring, uh, Taylor Hawkins, the drummer. And he was talking about, you know, when you grow up and you, listen to the radio and all this other stuff. And, and so people are now growing up with, you know, maybe someday when I grow up, I'll be a podcaster. And in some cases, kids are making podcasts. So uh, it'll be interesting to see then the second generation of podcasters who didn't have to go through 
you know, I sound like an old curmudgeon. Back in my day, we had to hand roll our RSS feed and <laughs> snow 15 Vino. But like, you know, people don't have to learn mix minus anymore because it's just so much easier. So consequently, there's going to be more people in and they'll be able to focus on, you know, things like content and growth instead of troubleshooting that extra comma in your your RSS feed. I, I think they're actually, this is going to... St- this this may really make some people angry. I think they're really better at content than we are because they they're not focused on the tech. Like we all nerded out on the tech. Like oh, mm. this is amazing! It can go around the world. I'm not saying we're bad content creators. I think they're better. And I, I just some of the some of the things I'm seeing, you know, come out of Instagram and TikTok and make its way to YouTube and some of those things. It's really good stuff. And they're just not hindered by the sins of the past, you know, in a lot of ways or bogged down by that's not, you know, it doesn't have an RSS feed. So it's not a podcast. They're not bogged down by that (laughs) argument. But it's not. Yeah, I know. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Well, I, I do. say I did something last night and my suspicions were dead on that I cannot do this. First of all, at Podcast Movement, Tom Webster, again, the one thing that grew more than anything else in that whole report was TikTok. Like, it yeah. it did not go up a little. It was jumps and bounds. And I was really sitting there thinking, you know what, maybe I just need to forget the whole, hey, I, I'm going to have China spy on me TikTok thing that's in my head. It's like, maybe I just need to overdo it and realize that China's probably been spying on me since, you know, 1987. Uh so I went to TikTok and I didn't realize you could watch TikToks on their website. I thought it was just an app. I didn't know they had a website. So I go there. And when you say, I think they're better at making content, mm, there's, there's a, there's a weird, I don't know what to call it. There, there's a weird hug me daddy thing going on where I just see people that just look at me. And I realized said the podcaster in front of a microphone, there's gotta be part of that. But some of it was just, it was inter- like the other, I guess the other thing was these short videos where all of a sudden I'm talking and then all of a sudden I have bunny ears and not in like, a, like an actual set of bunny ears and different angles. And the, the one, this woman was talking about how her mom saw her boyfriend naked, had all sorts of different shots and she was changing shirts. And I just thought, cause look, I made a, a video last week about launching your podcast backwards. It's maybe six minutes long. It took me an hour and a half. And like, this is like a two hour, two minute video. And I'm like, who's got the time to do this stuff and sound now on one hand, I was like, maybe this is a new family board game. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, let's get together and make a TikTok. That could be the thing. I just, to me now, the fun thing is I just like poo pooed over. Now the content wasn't horrible. But it is absolutely Todd Cochran told me, he goes, Dave, it's a TikTok, man. It's a, it's a time machine because you'll sit down at seven 30 and holy cow. It's like, you look up later and it's like, it's two 30 in the morning and I'm just watching. T- and it's like, yeah. And I did that last night for like an easy half hour. I just, oh, let me look at this. And then you'd scroll down, you scroll down, you scroll down. And uh, I went, yeah, I, I, I have too many things to do right now to get into TikTok Cause I just, yeah, I yeah. saw, cause I heard over and over and over how good their algorithm is. Like it really just sucks you in. And I was like, but I also heard where people were getting traction on TikTok, doing yep. quick little tips and telling yep. people to go to their website. So 
Um, yeah, there's there's guys. I mean, basically taking the content, the long form content that they that they did on YouTube, and they're just making it shorter and putting it on TikTok, like right. constructions, like construction stuff. Or um, a buddy of mine has a son that's into home inspections, and he finds as he's going out and doing home inspections, he finds these things, mm. these crazy things, right? And he he just has a quick little TikTok on it, right? Listen, TikTok's not anything new. We had Vine before yeah. it was TikTok, right? So, I mean, it's not, it's not like it's new. It's popular today. And there's tons of content out there. But the same thing can be said about podcasting. Think yeah. of all the garbage. Like, it's a good this, point. That's, right? So, it's really, in, in a lot of ways, it's it's really no different. The, it, the ones who've figured out how to make short-form content work for the niche that they're in and they gather the people around them that are interested in them. Those are the winners, you know, those are the winners on TikTok, and, and they're doing, it's here to stay for a while. Will it, how long will it last? Yeah. And as fast as these things go up, they go down. That so, is true. uh, you know, I have to see how long this, this lasts for it's working right now for sure. Well, I'm going to have to figure out how to use the phone on the mix cast. Here we go. Uh, Joff is going to, uh, He's, he's requested here on uh, Twitter Spaces, and so it's spinning, and I believe, Joff, you should have the floor now. Hi. Hi, Dave. That's the first time, first time I've listened to you live. I'm in, over in the UK. Well, there you go. Always great to hear from someone across the pond. What can, <laughs> what can we help you with? Well, sorry if this is off topic, so I've only just joined you, but... Um, I was looking up a particular podcast on my Apple app the other day, and I noticed he was listed there twice. Um, I know he's with Anchor. Um, whether that makes any difference, I don't know. But uh, why, why would he be on there twice with, it, with exactly the same shows? You've actually answered your own question. My, my guess is <laughs> in the early days, Anchor would you, – you would sign up at Anchor, you would create an episode – and there was a button that said, hey, would you like us to submit your show to all the different directories for you? And yeah. they would not tell you that, oh, by the way, by doing that, there are additional stats that you can get in Apple and Google and Spotify. And you're kind of not going to be able to do that anymore because while they don't own your show, they own the access to that. And so a lot of people didn't, you know, it's brand new. I don't understand podcasting. So I'm like, hey, if you want to do it for me, thanks so much. Well, mm. then people want access to those stats. So what do they do? They probably left Anchor. They sign up with somebody else and they resubmit their show. So it's it's there twice. And that's not really the way to fix that. The way to fix that is to contact Apple and say, I would like to move that show under my Apple ID. And I'm not sure if. Yeah, because usually what they do is they have you put some gibberish in like an episode, which proves that you own the show, and then yeah. they'll, then they'll move it under your Apple ID. But that is uh, that is why, and that is not an uncommon thing. I am actually helping a client right now, and she said I'm looking to, um, you know, kind of grow my podcast, and I said great. And so I Googled her name, and I said, do you know your show's in there twice? And she was on Spreaker and then moved to Podbean, but the, the, quote, guru that helped her was not a guru, and instead of moving her, just cloned it and then submitted her show again, so she's in there twice. And so that's what I have to figure out this afternoon is how are we going to consolidate that, whether it's, you know, I have to figure out if there are duplicate episodes in the different shows, 
if it's really just two separate shows, there's a whole bunch of things you have to figure out. And then I'll probably either migrate one show into the other or migrate them both into something like a Libsyn account or something like that. But it's, the, the other fun thing is go into Apple. You're an Apple podcast. Look at the sh- go, go, search the show. Okay. Boomer. There are at least <laughs> 20 shows named. Okay. Boomer. So <laughs> if you're thinking of starting a show called okay, boomer, it's, it's been done. <laughs> <laughs> is there, are there any negative um, effects of being on the, um, app twice. Yeah. You're, you're competing with yourself. Yeah. And so what happens is now, first of all, being in the iTunes and they're not really charts. Everybody's calls them charts. They are, it's, it's a, a listing of shows based on how many people have subscribed in the last say 24 hours and the total number of subscribers. That's the other thing I found out in the podcast movement. So if you have an older show and you have more mm-hmm. followers, that does affect your, your rankings a little bit. So that's it. It's just going to, you know, you're going to end up with more. You, you could have a hundred followers on one show or you could have 50 followers on two. So yeah, that, that could be uh could cause you a headache later. Yeah. Okay, Dave. Thank you. Um, yeah. I, I thought it might've been related to uh, anchor, which is why I mentioned it. <laughs> I yeah. think you've obviously mentioned it before. Yeah. It's uh, I, I'm, you know, it's free. I always just say there are many, 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 uh, well, not many, 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 but there are many other options when it comes to, uh, free stuff and free stuff usually they, goes out of stopped business. right i mean yeah they stopped, stopped doing that yeah now it's the opposite now right. now they barely give you an rss feed and if you want it in the other apps you have to manually do it because they just want you to submit to spotify so yeah it's, right yeah. it's the direct opposite now which is like hey you guys do know that you know you're a podcast company and they're like yeah but that whole rss feed thing is like we're we're, we're not as down <laughs> with that as we used to be so uh, do you have a podcast yourself, Jeff? I do, Dave. Yeah, it's called Pot and Cloche Garden Podcast. I talk, I talk to garden writers and authors and head gardeners over here in the UK. Um, and I've been going for several years. I've been a little bit flaky on and off, but um, this year I'm trying to at least uh, release one every month. I've got a sponsor now who I've made various promises to, so I'm committed. There you go. What's your uh, website? Um, Joff Elphick, www.joffelphick.co.uk. There we go. Well, thank you, Thanks, sir. Dave. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for your time. Bye. Yep. It's just that easy. So, yeah, if you want to uh, ask a question, we have people on YouTube asking questions in the chat room, or you can just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join, and uh, that'll pop you right into the video. Or if you're on Twitter spaces, you can raise your hand. And since we're talking about contacting Dave, I am playing with a new tool. And in fact, I'm interviewing one of the co-founders here in a bit because I love it except for one thing. It's called Volley. And the idea is it's what do you, is it asynchronous when it's not at the same time, right? It's so I I leave a message for Jim. That's back and forth. Yeah. yeah. It's so it's not at the same time. So I can leave a message for Jim and go, Hey Jim, um oh, somebody asked you a question earlier about hardware. We can, we can come back to it. Yeah. Should I jump on that Mac A1 with the blah, blah, blah processor? Yeah, yeah. And I could leave that at two in the morning and Jim's on the West Coast and he doesn't get it, but he could wake up in the morning and just on his phone. So this works on Android, um, Apple, Mac, or PC. So whatever device you got, you can use Volley and uh, Jim can then answer that. And what's interesting from a coaching aspect, I'm trying this right now at the School of Podcasting. 
is you have what are called communities and or channels, excuse me, channels. So this is my analogy because you know how much I love analogies. First, you have a space. A space is made up of channels and conversations. So for me, the space is your group. Channels are, let's say you're in my case, I, I call them students, right? So I have my students. Channels are kind of like the student lounge and you have different tables. So over there, you've got the jocks over there. You've got the the burnouts and there's the the preppies and right. You've got that. Or in my case, I've got here's microphone talk. Here's interview talk. Here's podcast growth. Those are like tables and you can go in there and, and the the members of your space can talk to each other or if they want, they can actually do they can send me a question. So and conversations are private. And I was like, this is really cool for coaching. The, and, and you want to guess the one thing I really hate about it, Jim? Mm, it's free. It's free. And I emailed the guy. I, I went on and I actually, you can send a volley. That's kind of like a tweet. So I sent a volley to this guy. I said, dude, I love this for coaching. I go, there's one thing I really hate about your product. And I go, it's free. And I go, blab.io, buddy. Like, you know, what's, and he's like, no, 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 we're going to monetize. He goes, don't worry. He goes, there will be a portion of it that's always free. But right now we're trying to figure out what our feature set is. So they've got a really good community going on over there. And um, they're just trying to figure out because they, they people keep coming in and going, oh, this is cool. But does it do this and does it do that? And so they're they're kind of tweaking it a bit. If you want to check it out now, for the record, I'm now an affiliate, which is interesting. I, like, how can you be an affiliate for a free product? But if you go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash volley v-o-l-l-e-y um apparently i if i help bring people to the platform there's a bonus in it for me so um v-o-l-l-u-y e-y did i say u-y yeah Uh, i did and then uh the difference so dan brings up a great question email is asynchronous how is volley different uh it's if and that's the other cool thing i'm glad you asked that is it's video but there are some people like, hey, I don't want to like do video in the morning. Fine, you can do audio. I can do a text link. I can do a GIF. I can upload a picture. It's it's what like I said. I I don't see the only negative is I'm like, man, I don't want to build anything on something that's free because it doesn't do much. Um, Ross is wasn't, on there. Wasn't Voxer like this? Except no video. Yeah, it was Voxer no video. was audio. Yeah, right. And, and again, Voxer could be really annoying. Libsyn had a Voxer kind of group. And you can yeah. do that as well. You can have conversations. They don't have to be one-on-one. It could be one to five or something like that. Uh, Ross says, Volley's much a more enjoyable version of Skype or Discord. To me, it's like Zoom and and Slack had a baby. Uh, much more focused on video and audio messaging and conversations. Yeah, it's, it's pretty slick. Um, and then uh, DR, actually, because uh, she's in another group of mine for monetization, they are hounding me to do my first volley. Honestly, she says, I'm not camera ready. Well, then just do an audio thing. So um, anyway, if you want to check it out, ask the podcast slash volley. And yes, that is now an affiliate link. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Didn't realize a free service could have that, but they're trying to grow their user base. And that's how I found out about it. Cause I was listening to Tim Schmoyer, who's uh, the guy behind video creators. And um, that was that. And can DR says, can you do live as well as delayed? Well, you can upload a file. So like if I wanted to, I could upload this file. I guess I don't know what the limit is on video, but it's not, it's not meant to be 
a live platform. It's their, their whole thing is time shifted conversations. Uh, the other one is the five B's of business. I've never heard of this. The five B. Do you know what the five B's of business are? Five B's, yeah. uh, be kind, be honest. No, I don't. I You're don't. close. Be brief, oh. be brief, baby. Be brief. So, because oh. <laughs> it's podcasters, we get on there and like, well, it's kind of, and it's funny because they say when you start inching toward two, two minutes, okay. When you get towards three, you, you might want to think about re-recording that. Uh, and it's amazing how many times you start giving backstory that you don't need. And I'm just asking a question. Yeah. And yeah. and I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to re-record that one. Will it transcribe it for you? It does. That's what's kind of interesting is when you go into the app, you can see a, when you hover over uh, a volley, you can see kind of a, uh, let me share my screen here. In fact, I made one for the awesome supporters. I haven't sent it out yet. Um, but let me share my screen. Extra camera. What I, I haven't shared. It's, I'm rusty is what it is, you know? <laughs> okay. So again, it works on a uh, Mac or PC or, and in this case, I'm on a PC. So if I go in here to volley 101, I can go in and you can see all these people at the bottom have asked questions and it's yelling at me right now because my camera's in use and it's trying to use my camera. Um, I think if I do that, yeah, I could do that. Um, but like here, you know, I can see D David recon. Hello Valley team. I would like to suggest a channel, blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's pretty slick in a way. And then, you know, these people reply and great oh, questions. For this is the beautiful thing about this, a speed up button. So if you have hmm. somebody who's like, Dave, I have a question about microphones, you know, um, I can speed them up. And so these are the, these are the channels. And then down here, you could have conversations with these people if you wanted to. So it's, it's, you know, so here's the one I, I made for the school of podcasting. And so you can see where I've got podcast growth, podcast news, podcast monetization. And then you can see where I've been having conversations with these people. So it's, it's interesting. I, I it's one of those where I said, Hmm, it, it could be good. It could be, you know, there's anytime you have people talking to each other and there are tools to like, you know, kick out the creepy guy because mm -hmm. there's always mm -hmm. going to be that one creepy guy. But uh, we have enough. Anyway, anything else before I jump off that? Check it out again. Ask the podcastcoach.com slash five. The reason I'm kind of pushing it, I want to see if I can get people off Facebook. And so far, the answer is uh, it's not as easy as you think. As much no, as we all, as much yeah. as we complain about Facebook, eh, boy, it's easy. You know? we, so I have, a, I have a couple big corporate groups, right? One that's, I think, 15,000, and I think we're getting close to 10,000 on another one. And, um, so I, I get complaints about Facebook all the time from, from some of my, you know, from some of my friends that are on these groups and they say, you know, especially when Facebook does something boneheadish, you know, around privacy or security or whatever, then they're like, how you got to have another place for us to come and meet. That's not Facebook. And I really didn't want to take them. I didn't want to go buy another solution just to, for group, you know, or go on somebody hey, else's thanks for the welcome We're building to, uh, our own and we'll probably launch it here towards the end of the year. But, um, it is, uh, I just forgot where I was going with that. Oh, so when I asked the group, I'm like, Hey, we're going to have an alternative group for you. Tell me some things you really like about Facebook. And about half of them were like, wait, you're, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to leave Facebook. I do everything here. Like you can't, you're going to pull this out of my cold dead hands, you know? And you're like, Oh, I, so sometimes you think 
like I thought everybody hated Facebook, but they did it just kind of because they had to. Well, I, there's some, you know, there's some people who are like, no, this is, I do not want to go anywhere different, you know, because they're in it all day, which is maybe a problem in itself. But, and I'm in it all day, but that's my job. Yeah. So well, it's, it's not as easy to move away from it. Well, Tom Webster had a stat on that showing how Facebook was declining, but the declining of Facebook has now plateaued. It's like, so some people got off, but other people are like, yeah, I hate it, but I'm still here. In fact, I did a, uh, I did a, a poll of my newsletter and it was like, and a lot of people were there like once a week, you know, there were a few, you either love it or hate it kind of thing. Uh, right. So, um, DR says, I'll be doing my first volley to you, Dave, with a, uh, I just got one from Ross Brand as we were sitting here. So that was kind of cool. Thank you, Ross. I really want to do video, you know, wash your hair, get out the mascara. So be prepared. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing they say besides be brief. They're like, don't obsess. So don't obsess about your background. And you're like, I'm like, you do not want to see Dave fresh out of bed though. That's not a good look. It's just not. It's hard. I often have like weird gumby hair. It's, it's just bizarre. So COVID COVID kind of broke, made us better at it. Let's just put it that way. We, many more people that was that right? Is that correct? English? Many more Uh, close enough. Many more. Okay. Many more people, um, uh, figured out how to use their camera and some of those kinds of things. But we're not anywhere, you know, we're not anywhere. There's still folks who are like, no, I can't turn my can. I'm like, I literally don't care. Here's what I've learned, though. Uh, they care. So I, when yeah. they say I don't want to turn my video on, you know, I, in the early parts of the pandemic, I do a little bit of shaming. Like, oh, come on. It's not, a, I, you know, whatever. It's fine. And then I was talking to some folks about it, and they just convinced me, like, Jim, don't do that. Like, if they don't want to turn their camera on, don't make them. And because there's there may be something they're concerned about, right? Whether it can be a background or it just could be the, 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 how they look or how they feel about themselves on camera. So I kind of stopped, I kind of stopped insisting on that and just kind of said, okay, well, I'll go with, with at whatever you're comfortable with. I'll go with. And I think that's a good place to, good place to land. Yeah. We have a, um, a new person in Twitter spaces. Uh, he was here a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Bjorn, how are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. Greetings from the other side of the pond again. Yes. What uh, what can we help you with? Well, uh, I haven't been podcasting for a while. I did three podcasts for radio stations back then, and I had two podcasts of my own. And uh, this was, you know, at the time when Daniel J. Lewis had his uh, big The Audacity, the podcast. I was following that. And at that time, you know, you would always upload an MP3 file for, uh, to your uh, hosting provider. And now that I'm thinking about starting another podcast, I'm following some German podcasters or German speaking podcasters. And they have these big discussions right now going on. What kind of file should you upload to your uh, podcast host? And this one guy was saying uh, the best would be if you use a WAV file, even though it's a very big file. Uh, because what happened it's happening is now that the uh, hosting uh, podcast host and streaming services they uh, compress the file anyway so it's better than mp3 so i was wondering since i haven't been following along uh what are your what are you what, what, what are your thoughts on that yeah uh, first of all use a media host that doesn't mess up your file uh that would be my my advice and i would upload an mp3 
Um, I know Apple right now, if you're using the thing where you're selling a subscription, they make you upload a WAV file. That is changing because they realize that's like another step for people. But the MP3 file is the most. Now, I'm not going to get into like what sounds better and things like that. But in terms of compatibility, headache free podcasting, MP3, because Spotify only uses MP3 files. So if you upload an M4A, it won't see it. And then your host either has to convert it. And so for me, I would rather, like for instance, um, Buzzsprout is a, a decent platform. But the thing that drives me nuts about Buzzsprout is I can. I can upload a WAV file to them and they will convert it to either 96 mono, which is not a horrible format. But if I wanted a 128 kilobits per second stereo file, I can't get it on Buzzsprout. I can either say, hey, make this stereo and they'll make it 192 and they do all sorts of uh, chocolatey goodness on that as well. They level it out and things like that. So I would rather just make the file I want and then use a media host that doesn't mess with my file. So Captivate doesn't mess with it. Blueberry libsyn podbean things of that nature um but uh yeah but dave if they do if they do mess with it yeah if say they do i think you want to ask them okay what's the file format you want for the best possible quality for your compression so there's a bunch of lossless compressions out there right wave is one of them acc files aiff files those are all lossless file formats so I would ask if they're going to compress it and they and they say and they'll tell you like, hey, the best chance is if you give us this kind of file, then give it to them for sure. But I'm with Dave. If they're not doing anything with it, you really want to compress that to, you know, because MP3 is just a compression, you know, algorithm, right. right? Or a compression format. You want to do it to the best possible quality. We used to, Dave, spend a lot of time thinking about the end user and their consumption from a bandwidth perspective. So we were always doing this dance between like, hey, we want it to have the best possible quality, but we also don't want it to be gigantic. That argument has largely gone away. I'm not saying there's still places in the world where bandwidth's not an issue, because it is. But I just don't hear us talking about that anymore, Dave. I don't, Yeah, you know, I don't, you know, a, a mega minute seems to be, for an MP3, a mega minute seems to be about the right um kind of the right amount, you know, so 60 megs for a 60 minute file. Uh, and, and, you know, you kind of go from there. So. Yeah. So when you mix, when you mix your MP3 files, do you have 128 kilobits or one, uh, 192? I do. What do you use? Yeah. I, and I do yeah. 192. Do you yeah, do 192? One, I, I do mono 192. Yeah. Mono 192. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I do stereo 128. Um, here's the thing you can do. Take your file. So if you're in Audacity or Hindenburg or whatever you're doing and export the file and make the file name like 128 stereo and then take that same file, export it again at 192 stereo and then 64 mono and then just vote with your ears. But I know um, Simplecast, when I upload a file to Simplecast, they do some, I need to download one of my files and see what did they just do to my file? Because there's a weird thing when you hit it, like it goes through something and you'll get an email. It's like, Hey, your file is now ready to, to publish. And I was like, what'd you do to my file? Which kind of, but that's one of those, like that, that will bug me. Don't, don't mess with my file. I got it the way I want it. Just host it. So I, I need to look at what format they, uh, they changed it to. Uh, I, listen, I just totally lied. Okay. I thought it was, that was my old, that was my old before I started using Alphonic. And now I'm just taking, you know, I dump it into Auphonic and yeah. they kick it out as a well. 
112, 16 buffs. Um, 112. And that's, Interesting. Yep, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm using. I don't know why. That's hmm. what I'm using. It works. Why change it at this point? Well, I know, it's smaller. Yeah, I know Mark Marin is something weird like 47 mono. <laughs> it's like they went down as, as, but I guess if you're paying for the bandwidth, um, which they, they weren't when they were on Libsyn, they had just a standard $20 amount. You know, when he got 900,000 downloads, uh, when the president was on a show, they, it was 20 bucks. So, so yeah, we're just losing a, a little bit of money on that one. So, uh, anything else we can help you with? Well, that'll be all for today. All right, man. <laughs> Jim, what's your, what, Jim, what's your podcast? I'd like to give it a listen. Yeah. Home gadget geeks at homegadgetgeeks.com. Okay. I'll check it out. All right. There you go. Thanks for asking. And, um, yeah, that's one of those things that, um, like I said, just export it a bunch of times, name it, and then vote with your ears. But that does drive me nuts when people mess with my file. I'm like, no, no, I know my audience. I guess, like you mentioned, like Africa, if you're doing anything for Africans, you've got to go 32 mono or some sort of, you know, I know James had sort of not all, not in now though, they've got much better infrastructure than they used to. Yeah. And so now you can, you can get away with a lot more. I'm trying to figure out why I picked 112, and I think, I don't know, it, it's it's interesting. I mean, in the Auphonic and the bitrate drop down, you know, you've got on Auphonic 32, 40, 48, 56, 64, 80, 96, 112, 128, 160, 192, yeah. and you can go as big as 224, 256, and 320. Yeah, I've seen, um, I've seen kinda, the 320, and it's usually some DJ that's doing a dance show. And they want that, and they, got, they I need really, the feel. Yeah, yeah. Like, Iron, I get it. So, yeah. Uh, here's a fun question from the Working Cows Cod, the Working Cows, yeah, podcast. Uh, what percentage of your audience do you want to hear from before making a change to your show? The only negative feedback I received early on was the show was too short, so I went from thirty to sixty minutes. It's a good question. I almost shut down a show because of one feedback. Like I got one piece of feedback, and I was like, ouch. And I, it really sent me back. And I then put out a survey to my audience. And they went, what are you talking about? So that might be something, you know, you do. Go over to forms.google.com, make a, a quick survey. And one of those questions can be, hey, what's your what would be your perfect length of a podcast? And let them pick. I don't know. What do you think, Jim? Yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah. For sure. Because you're always going to have, it, it seems like, is it just me or like the, the people that are, and what's the word negative, right? They have negative feedback. Um, and I guess it's only negative if it, they're asking you to do something that, that you're not doing. Right. Um, yeah, I got some, I got some negative feedback just this week from a, from a listener in almost in real time. Like I was recording a live show and within mm -hmm. 20 minutes I had an email and she was like, why do you say it this way? Cause I have this script that I read. Right. And I'd gotten kind of lazy on the script. Okay. And I was just kind of punting. I was like, Hey, if you want to, you know, if you're listening live, join us in the chat room, there's a link right above me. Or if you're listening after the fact, send us an email coaching at gallop.com. And she was like, that doesn't, that whole link above you thing. What if I'm already there? That doesn't make any sense. And I was like, well, you're right. Cause I should say, if you're listening on our live page, that's the only, that's oh. like, that's the change I need to make. Hey, if you're listening on our live page, there's a link right above me. Join us in the chat room, right? Type thing. So I sent an email back. I said, you're right. I'll change it. 
you know, it's just I do enough of these things that it's like, you're right. I had gotten lazy and cut that out because I was I went through a hyper shortening uh, season in the podcast where I got some young marketing folks in our marketing team and they were like, you got to cut everything to just the bare minimum. Nobody wants to listen to those call to actions and those links. You know, you need you need half of a call to action. Not, not really, but I'm, I'm kind of making fun <laughs> of that. But you know what I'm saying? So, um, uh, so I cut a bunch of stuff out and I think I cut too much out. Uh, lately, I've been getting folks that have been joining the Facebook group. Uh, I asked them, hey, how'd you hear about this? And almost all of them lately have said, oh, I heard you say it on YouTube or I heard you say it in the podcast. Mm. Well, they would never find that group today because I don't say that anymore. <laughs> you know, and they're not making the one call to action jump. They're not making that jump to get to the rest of the stuff. So I'm going to, I think I'm going to add some stuff back in. I, I don't, I, I'm not been a big fan of this one or half a call to action kind of thing. And I'm getting that from feedback, Dave. It's not like I'm, you know, it's not like I'm making that up on my own just because I want to say those things. I'm getting that real life feedback. So I think sometimes when you get that feedback, you can change it right away and just say, yep, you know what? You're right. I'm going to make this change. Sometimes I think you need to think about it you yeah. know, and say, well, uh, I don't know. If if your goal was to do a deep dive into subjects and your show's, you know, a half hour long and somebody goes, your show's too long, you're like, yeah, I'm doing deep dives. I'm already cut down to everything I can. And there's a name for that person and it's called not your target audience. And, you know, so in, and, and you can, unfortunately it's the silent, it's not the silent majority There's something, but it's, it's, it's that person that speaks up and that's where you need to say, Hey, we've gotten, we've gotten a suggestion here before I make this, you know, that's yeah. where that, to me, a lot of times I will e uh, send out things to my email because those are kind of people that have taken an extra step to connect to me. Uh, so I'm like, Hey, I want your, uh, your information. Well, I, here's what I think. I think when you're doing it and it all depends on your show, but here's, here's my my When you're doing your show, your call to actions up front need to be minimized. Like yeah. just a few get, get, get to the content. I'm really bad about this. Cause we kind of, we talk about the weather and do some other crazy stuff. Right. At the end of the show, I think you can do as many call to actions as you want. Like literally because the people who've made it to the end of the show are your most engaged and make sure they know how to connect with you. And so don't like, don't shorten up the end. I think you get, we, man, we get such good engagement at those things we put at the end of the show. Like, Hey, contact us in this way, do this and that. If you want to do it on Twitter, because much like on YouTube, people won't click the like button down below the one that's down below right here where I'm pointing to on the video. Right. They won't click the like button unless you tell them, Hey, could you click the like button for whatever reason? You got to remind them down below. Could you take it just a second and click, make sure you click the like button. Right. So I think reminding them and it, again, you don't want 20, maybe that's too many, right. but five or six, I think it's fine at the end of the show. I'm, I know everybody, I know the current podcast gurus aren't saying that. They're I was going to say, no, as, keep it as, short, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I, have I am telling you. I, I have ahead. a solution. First of all, I have to uh, uh, tip the hat to uh, Craig, who's, who's, since this is from the Working Cows podcast, uh, Craig says it's better to be too short than too long because uh, you don't want to milk it. And this is where I really wish I had my, my rim shot. I say, Dude. if you're going to, yeah, if you're going to do more than one, do a website sandwich. 
So go to a, Hey, you know, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Dave Jackson. You can join the newsletter. You can join the school of potty and just go, you know, ask the podcast coach.com is the website where you can do blah, blah, blah. You can yada, 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 call to action, call to account, call to action. It's all out there. Ask the podcast coach.com. I say do a website sandwich. And that way yeah, you only yeah. have to remember your website instead of like, wait, was the Twitter blah, blah, blah. Yada, here's, here's the problem with this though, Dave. Okay. So when you get, when you get, when you, when you limit what you have available to them, they don't remember what they don't know. And so if you didn't tell them you have a Facebook group, they're right. not going to know. And if they're big on Facebook, they're, they're, they're not going to go to your website to find things. You have to tell them like, Hey, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitch, we're on whatever. Right. Make sure you join us out on these things. They need to actually hear that. You know, they need to hear, hey, can you click the like button and subscribe? They need to hear that on YouTube so they actually do it. If you if you punt and do the I have all the links on my website, you're not doing the 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 verbal trigger for them to go, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I've been looking for their Facebook group. You're not doing that. So not that I'm arguing with you, but I'm going to argue with you on this one. I think <laughs> well, that's you, need it. To, you need to say this. <laughs> well, no, it's Let's funny because as you said this, click the like button. <laughs> as you said this, we've now got five people that have clicked the like button. Am I right? Thus Am proving I right? your right. point. You have to tell people what to do. Yeah. And with that, I agree because I've seen people yeah. start yeah. Patreon and then they don't mention it. You know, um, <laughs> like we do value for value on the show. This show is equipped to, uh, to receive Satoshis. I never mention it. Consequently, what do you know? Not a lot of Satoshis coming to ask the podcast coach. So boost yeah, you've got yeah. Boost now, yeah. would you? Newpodcastapps.com. Um, oh, we, I already did one. I did the one they're gonna do, and they're not gonna do another one, Dave. Because they <laughs> people will only do, do one, one call yeah. to action. Yeah. Um, let's see. I actually go to the website and go to everyone's Facebook or Twitter or anything else. So those links better work. The thing that drives me nuts is when somebody says, like, let's say I'm talking about, let's say I'm talking about uh, volley. We'll just use that. All right. Everybody's like, wow, that sounds really cool. And then I don't put a link to it in the description. So if somebody actually goes to their phone, they swipe up or left or right or whatever, and they're looking for the link. And that drives me bonkers because you've done your job. You've got me all hot and bothered about this. I want to take a deeper dive into whatever the heck you're talking about. And the answer is, oh, I put a link to it on Twitter or you got to sign up for my newsletter. I'm like, you, you asked me, first of all, you begged me to come listen to your podcast and I'm here. I'm right. Here, it's right here. And now you're telling me oh, that that will make my blood boil. That drives me nuts. Again, calls to action are hard to get people to act. And then when you make them jump through another hoop, you're like, ugh. So, but they will, they will. I mean, we oh, said, yeah. I said for years, you know, join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash call to coach. That's our coaching, you know, Facebook mm-hmm. page. And, the conventional wisdom is no one will ever go there. That's too long. Do you know what? They go there. Like they find it. They hear me say it enough that they're like, you know what? I, I've been meaning to join that Facebook group. I'm going to go out and do it. They listen to it. We put it in the show notes. It's available as a link, whatever. But I've said it so many times, facebook.com slash groups called the coach. And did you know, Dave, if they subscribe down here in the corner, they'll never miss an episode from us Saturday mornings. <laughs> they'll get a notification. And if they, if, if they just click the subscribe and hit the bell, hit the bell, you got to hit the bell for the notification. That's exactly it. Which is funny because Tim Schmoyer, the guy from video creators, he's a YouTube guru is saying that doesn't work anymore. And I'm going to have to tell him, dude, we got four, five likes right in the middle of video. It's a total lie. Like yeah. that's not a lie. I, I don't mean, 
I, I think we think it doesn't work, but I, the the data would sh- would say yeah. otherwise. It would because at the end of the show, you have to remember these are your most engaged listeners. At the end, right. you have them talk to them. Like so, I think Craig had asked, "How do you get them to the end? Yeah, be interesting and talk to them." Right, Craig, you do this. I'm sure you do this well. I don't. I'm sure you don't need any tips on this from us. But but get them to the end by being interesting and making it a part of their of their existence, make it a part of their schedule, their diary, as you guys like to say in the UK, right? Make it a regular part of it so that they want to be there for the whole thing, whether they're on the treadmill or they're listening to it in the car or on their bike or whatever. But uh, man, you've got their attention and they're excited to be there. Don't miss those opportunities. Yeah. I'm um, looking at something Steven said, because we're, we're going to be wrapping up here in a second. Google podcast yeah. limits the description to approximately a thousand characters. I didn't know that. Whereas Apple allows up to 4,000 and don't ask me about spot. The thing about Spotify descriptions, they're horrible. Like I'll be, I know they're working on this new interface, but links and stuff in Spotify are horrendous. And uh, yeah, so uh, that's, that's the fun part of uh, of Spotify. But uh, uh, coach Dave has been going above and beyond for us by Switch. He switched accounts and added more <laughs> likes. Did I mention there's a like button down there that you could click and like a bell? You can subscribe and smash. Yeah, tape. you can subscribe so you never miss an episode. Smash the bell. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, if you're listening to a podcast, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com/slash/follow, and you'll see all the links to um, follow and never miss an episode of the audio version. I uh, want to thank to everyone in the Twitter spaces and everybody in the chat group. We're up, we still got 28 people here at the end, and uh, they all know that all we're going to do now is call to actions. That's it. Uh, find Jim over at TheAverageGuy.tv. Find me at SchoolOfPodcasting.com. Thanks to Mark at PodcastBranding.co. Thanks to Dan at BasedOnATrueStoryPodcast.com. And uh, thanks to James over at dogpodcastnetwork.com. Jim, what's coming up on uh, theaverageguy.tv? Yeah, Cody Sodine from a company called Car Water that they are making. They make a device where they pull water, clean water out of the atmosphere, and you get 10 liters a, a day for clean drinking water. It's pretty cool and pretty nerdy. If you're into water tech, this would be a really good one to listen to right after you click subscribe and smash the bell. Actually, make your call to actions kind of funny, right? Out at homegadgetgeeks.com. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. And on the School of Podcasting, I haven't decided. I have two really good interviews, and I kind of just did the School of Podcasting. I was going to talk about the fun things I learned at uh, at Podcast Movement. I might make that a shorter segment now and then do an interview. But I've got, uh, Just do it again, Dave. It'll be fine. It'll be better the It'll second be time. Yeah. Um, I've got two people that I interviewed. One, both of them have the same thing, and they were a little nervous starting a podcast. And now that they've started it, they have like tons of like because of my podcast stories and things like that. So I love those kind of things because it lets you know, um, you know, both sides of that. But uh, I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. So we will see you next Saturday with another episode of Ask the Podcast Coach.